The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! How are you, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, one of the absolute funniest comedians working, who's going to bust your balls with both jokes and an eye-level left hook. Right to the balls. Brad Williams. Brad, how are you? Doing great, Chet. Thanks oh, so much. Oh, hey, yeah. No, geez, I forget all the time. I got an update. Brought to you by Kangarooskis, the Russian bots willing to jump in on your side. NBA championship, like the ABC drama Quantico. Mercifully, it's over. Golden State played like there was another round after this one. Steph Curry settling out of court with butterflies for stealing their every move. Kevin Durant does not care what you think. Cleveland didn't even outlast a large Cuban cigar. Besides LeBron, the Cavs had less discernible talent than DJ Khaled. James could wind up in L.A. Brad, where he'll sign with either the Lakers or Netflix. That wrap-up brought to you by Thumbtacks, the high-tech pushpin that sticks itself in. NHL! Washington wins the Stanley Cup. That's as rare as a Prius driver with somewhere to go. Tennis! Something just wrapped up in France. More details as they become available. Baseball! Only ten weeks left till things start to heat up a little. And finally, horse racing. Justify wins the Triple Crown, but causes controversy when he takes a knee during the bugler's call to post. That item brought to you by tea. When there's no other choices but scalding water, try tea. Now, it's talk time, Brad Williams. Let's tackle this short thing right off the top. Four foot four, achondroplasia, which I thought was part of Indonesia. But it apparently is not. <laughs> no. That is the condition of dwarfism that I have, Chet Waterhouse. Damn it. Man, I thought it was a geographic thing. I said, oh, he's from achondroplasia. Yeah. Yeah, I called highlight there. I, th- I thought. <laughs> I really thought I did. Now, am I, am I the first dwarf you've spoken to since Eddie Goodell? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got to go back to Billy Barty, I think. <laughs> now, see, now I, I actually have a complaint and a rant for you, Ch- uh, yes. Chet Waterhouse, because as, because as a little person, we, we, you, you just talked about the NBA Finals. I always get mad when, they, when, the, when the announcers start slurping Steph Curry and saying, oh, he's so brave to play basketball only being six foot three. <laughs> yes. Only yeah. six foot three, Chet Waterhouse. Yeah. Only, yeah. Do you realize what? Horrible things I would do behind a dumpster to be six foot three. <laughs> yes, I was going to ask you later on, but we might as well pop it here. So there are things you would do. To, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You would trade certain things for height. Yes, is what you said. Absolutely. And then they're talking to the MVP Kevin Durant, and they said like, "Hey, you won the championship," and he goes, "Oh man, no one thought we could do this. We all thought you could do it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. literally swept the great the second great. Greatest player in NBA history. Yeah, who was surrounded uh, by players that, quite frankly, uh, 
uh, are guys that I believe I recognize from high school. Yeah. You go down that Cleveland bench, you go, wait a second. <laughs> it's not much. <laughs> I think I played with him. Yeah, it's at not a much. game at St. Peter's. It's LeBron versus the world. Now, where do you fall on the LeBron-Jordan uh, debate in terms of the greatest of all time? Two places. If, okay. you, if you're going to force me at gunpoint to choose between the two, I'm taking LeBron because I think he can do everything Michael Jordan did. As well as Michael, I'm not saying necessarily better, even though there's a giant leap in uh, evolution between the generations in basketball. Mm. But LeBron can also do what uh, what uh, Kareem did and what Magic did and to extent what Larry Bird did. So you combine all of that in there, mm-hmm. I think is good. And then my second point is, why? Why aren't those guys involved? Why is it always just, just, just MJ yeah. and LeBron? Where's Kareem in this conversation? Where the hell is Dr. J? Well, and everyone goes to Dwarves for their basketball news. Because, Absolutely. That's why you're here, buddy. Yeah, because if anyone can tell uh, six foot eight black guys how to play basketball, it's a four foot four white guy from Orange County. Well, let's be honest. You are eye level with their medial meniscus cartilage. You could take it out in a heartbeat. That's why I could never do your job, Chet Waterhouse, is because if I was because if I was interviewing LeBron, uh, uh, if I was interviewing LeBron, I would just have a face full of dong. I would have one <laughs> mic for him, one mic for his giant schlong. Yeah, that, that's that would, actually that would be about a, it. Uh, a martial arts movie, Face Full of Dong. <laughs> Italian spaghetti western. Well, now we've got the dog days of summer. Now there's no other sports going on except it's for dead. baseball. It's dead. It's dead. we got to sit through baseball. Ooh, the Twins could maybe win the division in 19 weeks. <laughs> yeah. We're it, waiting it, around for Now is baseball your sport? No. You're an Orange County guy. Wouldn't you I'm think an Orange that's County a, that's guy. A, that's yeah. a big... Uh, they grow the big, tall, white guys there who can, <laughs> who can throw 700 miles an hour. Cal State Fullerton, go Titans. Yeah, the Titans, big, yeah. big NCAA uh, baseball powers. Exactly. Although a lot of those kids uh, throw their arms out at about 22, <laughs> and they got to learn the knuckler just to make it into the bigs. They do, but I'm actually a hockey fan. The uh, the uh, Ducks are my team. And, the Ducks uh, are your team. Oh, yeah. I love hockey. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sad that it's over, but uh, uh, it seems as though Alexander Ovechkin is going on a girls' gone wild tour with the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He hasn't <laughs> appeared at the most reputable of places with the Cup yet. Now, now so, so he, so he's a... drinking beer. He's done keg stands out of the thing. Right. He threw out the first pitch at, yeah. a, at a Washington Nationals game. What would you do with the Stanley Cup, Chet Waterhouse? If I had the Stanley Cup, yeah. what would I do with it? Yes. I, you know what I think I would do? I would get a convertible. I'd have to rent it because mm-hmm. I... I have a uh, I have an old uh, AMC Gremlin, so it's I saw it parked in the lot. Yeah, yeah. nice, Jerry. Good, good coat of paint. Yeah, but what are you going to do with a Gremlin? <laughs> so I had to rent a convertible and just stick it in the back seat and drive around and try to get hockey chicks. That's hockey chicks, that, yeah. Hockey chicks give the best blowjobs because no teeth. Right. Wow, I never thought of that. <laughs> Plus, they're unafraid of danger. Absolutely. Just, I I was at a hockey game once. And uh, I thought the guys were getting violent, and then this uh, woman stood up next to me. I, I think she may have had some vodka. Yeah. And she literally uh, screamed at one of the guys on the ice, uh, take your skate off and cut him. <laughs> that's what wow. she said. Yeah. That's brutal. That is, that's, uh, well, that's that's the kind of woman you want to marry. That's, <laughs> she, she's absolutely. got your back at a biker bar. That's what they call a keeper, Chet. That's right. That tip uh, from Brad, uh, brought to you by Throwbacks, the e-cigarette you light with a match. So, hockey, did you play hockey? I did. I played hockey when I was a kid uh, in Southern California, Orange County. We played uh, roller hockey. Uh, I was a defenseman, and uh, I loved it. It, it. it was the best. That and... 
uh, as much as I liked uh, scoring a goal or ste- stealing the puck, nothing to me beat the look on a on a father's face when his son just got plowed by a midget. Like that's when you know, like that 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 your sperm that made that kid wasn't the strongest of swimmers. You know, yeah. he, he, he's not he's not going to be going pro no. any, any, anytime soon. No, so we're looking at a philosophy major out there. He just got head checked by a dwarf. That was my personal favorite. <laughs> the head check, because that's, again, they, even at that age, probably that's where your head's right about their hip. Absolutely. He's uh, head checked into the boards <laughs> by Williams. And with this forehead, I could do it. Yeah. it this forehead could cause <laughs> some damage. True. You are actually an enforcer. I You're am. the Dave Williams of... Uh, yeah. Of, uh, me, and, uh, me and Peyton Manning have the same size forehead. <laughs> It's but he doesn't. Uh, he's not from a chondroplasia. No, he's no. not from my part, but from my neck of the woods. He uh, he's from Tennessee, where they grow him a little bigger, but twice as dumb. Yeah, yeah. In Tennessee, they think uh, the road scholarship has something to do with uh, blacktop and asphalt. They don't know anything. So now you went to USC for a minute. You I still, did. You still root for USC? I do. Uh, I, I like him. I root for the Trojans, and uh, I root for the Trojans when they go when when they go pro. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what Sam Darnold does with the New York Jets. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he kind of turns that franchise around. I'm, I'm, I, I was thankful that he wasn't uh, drafted by the Browns. I'm, I'm, I'm glad the Browns yeah, messed although, up and went for Johnny Manziel 2.0. <laughs> the Browns kind of have taken a little bit of the heat uh-huh. off the Jets because the Jets are not exactly the greatest uh, front office in the history. No, no. not exactly. No, uh, I, and, uh, I, I'm hoping for Darnold they surround him with some people because uh, absolutely he could get injured. <laughs> uh, Even with a helmet on, he could hurt himself. I, I, I hope not. But yeah, I went to, I went to USC, and uh, when I was there. It was the heyday. That was the Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, Lindale oh, yeah. White years, and we even had a dusting of Troy Polamalu while I was there. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. where uh, that's where uh, Reggie Bush uh, went off to the side, got yeah. in a golf cart, came back out, and pushed Leinart over the goal line. Yeah, the uh, the uh, Bush push, which uh, that was the USC <laughs> N- Notre Dame game, was, also yeah. a very popular. Pornographic tape. I was going to say, I believe that's Ohio players, isn't it? <laughs> push, push in the bush somewhere around there. I have some knowledge of that stuff. Yeah, and it, and, and it's funny because now I look back on those days. I, I was I was a naive twenty, twenty one, twenty two year old, and now and now I look back on, huh? Lindale White, the running back, was driving around a brand new Lincoln with rims. Oh, that's Wonder cool. what happened there. Yeah, look, you know, there's a lot of frat guys there with second cars in the garage. You want to help a brother out? Sure. Now, listen to me. You're married. I am. What, about a year now? Uh, yeah, n- uh, nine months. Nine, nine months. Nine months right now. I I, I, I married a lovely uh, a mixed-race woman. She's half Chinese and half white, which wow. means she looks... Chinese, okay? She looks very Chinese. <laughs> and, you know, no, no no, white person can tell the difference, but uh, I I love it. I love being married. I think it's great. I'm I'm a fan. I'm trying to I'm trying to recruit people. How how are you in the world of love, Chet Waterhouse? Well, you know, uh, my ex-wife, is there, is there a Mrs. Chet Waterhouse? There was uh, Evelyn. 
Okay. Uh, my ex-wife, uh, love her to death. Uh, no kids. Uh, paying her uh, some, you know, some money. Uh, yeah. h- half of this is 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 not half of a lot. Okay. Uh, and that financial <laughs> advice brought to you by uh, Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. Uh, so she gets some of it, and the rest of it I can't really talk about, according to her lawyer. I don't okay. have enough money for a lawyer. So got uh, it. So I just kind of read up on the internet what I shouldn't say at the meetings. Now, now, uh, so but good luck to you. Thank you. And, and, and my wife is in the sports too. She's at. She's actually a nationally ranked uh, taekwondo. Get out! Yeah, she's a fourth don black belt. Wow, that's where you throw from the uh, taekwondo is yeah, no jujitsu is where you throw from the shoulders. Yeah, where you taekwondo have to wear robes. Yeah, yeah. Jujitsu yeah. eyes kind of weirded me out because it was like, well, how many thieves are going to come at you in a bathrobe? <laughs> sure. If you can, yeah. It's like, oh, you grab them by the gi. It's like, well, you don't normally get attacked in a gi. Now, if you said you, now if you said you pull their stocking cap over their eyes, then maybe I can work yeah. with that. Yes. Not, not, not gi. All right. Well, you use you grab their belt. And you untie it very quickly, right. and then you no, there, there's nothing you can now, do there. No, something you got to grab their pants that are around their ass. Yeah. Now you've onto something with jujitsu, but taekwondo—that's a whole different thing. Yeah, she's a fourth don black belt, which means uh, she wins every argument in the house. <laughs> So that's it. You know, you're not even trying to establish a power position. Can't say shit, Chad. No. Here, but see, here's the thing. She doesn't even use the force. She doesn't even use her, her black belt. I, this is how I know she's upset, Chet Waterhouse, because I married a tall woman because I'm a very successful comedian. That's how you know I'm sure. funny. They say, oh, Brad, you're a comic. Are you any good? And they say, well, there's a hot Asian over there that says I'm pretty damn good. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, so when End she's... argument there, yeah, incidentally. So when she's mad at me... Shut up, a heckler. <laughs> <laughs> when she's mad at me, the 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 other day I knew she was mad at me because I went to take a shower and and the shower head was pointed straight up. What you get? How are you gonna turn that around? Nothing. I don't have a grappling hook and a sherpa just, no, hang, just no. hanging out in the shower. No. So I need to hear one of those it. things they use at the New York grocery stores to get the. Uh, 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 the Captain Crunch off the top shelf, right? Those giant clipper things. You need one some of those. <laughs> It, it, it's great though. So I got a, a, a black belt for a wife, and uh, we just adopted a uh, pit bull dog. So I sleep in between a black belt and a pit bull. You're safe. Uh, I'm safe. I don't even like. Uh, You're safe. I love Simply Safe. They're a fantastic company. But or just marry <laughs> no. a black belt and a, and a, and a sure. pit bull. That's it. And buy yourself a pit bull. <laughs> That's impressive. That pit bull puppy might get and it might might start gaining on you fast. Oh no. He yeah. We we got him in. He's, he's already a year and a half, so he's 70 pounds. So I have a friend, I have a, I have a dog, and I have a mode of transportation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you step outside and people go, uh-oh, I don't think the short guy's got much on that leash. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cross the street. <laughs> I love it. I love having a pit bull. It, 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 it's the greatest because then when someone starts walking towards me, I just start jiggling the leash and going, he's coming loose. <laughs> you get that weak need thing. Yeah. They run. <laughs> That's a great thing. Hey, that advice brought to you by Rum Dingers, the only rum ball with a caffeine booster. Now, listen to me. You had a ridiculously dreamlike entry into comedy. Sure. You go to a, a Mind of Mencia taping with Carlos yeah. Mencia. Yeah. He's uh, doing uh, dwarf jokes, essentially yeah. short people jokes. Yeah. Uh, sees you out there, and the crowd's a little iffy, like, should we laugh or not? Because everybody's yeah. around you. Sure. And then uh, he says, why don't you just come up? Because he, br- he just says, hey, the way to deal with this is to bring you up. Yeah. And he, then he, you essentially 
Start mm-hmm. to bust some balls out there. Yeah, well, he started asking me questions on stage, and I answered them, and my answers got laughs. I wasn't trying to be funny. Uh, he he had asked me what I do for a living, and at the time, I wasn't a stand-up yet. At, at the time, I was working at Disneyland, uh, and I know, right? No, I wasn't one of the seven. Shut up, Chet. No, uh, I, I was going to say, that's, there's really only about three things you can do there. Yeah, but the, my, my actual job there was I was a bodyguard for the characters. So I'd walk oh, around with Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and every now and then a five-year-old steps out of line, and i got to be like, what's up, bitch? And i got to throw an elbow. <laughs> right, exactly. And just, and just regulate. And a lot of those kids, yeah, a lot of people think that would be an easy job, like you're making a joke, but have you seen some of the five-year-olds out of the Midwest? Man, oh. Oh, man. Oh, they, they, they got calves on them. Yeah. They they can bench. They're corn-fed. Now they're more yeah. chocolate-fed. But, yeah, they're big. Yeah, two they're, of them can make up J-Lo's ass. <laughs> they're tough. <laughs> Absolutely. So then I, I, I so was doing that. So in that moment on yeah. stage with, and with Macias, you're just riffing. Yep. I mean, like you weren't aware this might be a big break or anything like that. You were just like, oh, hell. I'll go at him. Yeah, and uh, dur- dur- during the riffing, sort of somewhere near the end of it, I thought to myself, well, that was a lot of fun. I'd like to do that for a living. But it's funny because I was actually going to USC. I was majoring in uh, communication and broadcast journalism. I was trying to do your job, Chet Waterhouse. You were? You going to be a sportscaster? I was trying to be a sports oh, broadcaster. I, 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 I mean, I look up to everyone, but I look up to Chick Hearn and, sure. uh, you know, Bob Miller. Out here doing the Kings games and some legend of obviously Vince Scully and of course Chet Waterhouse. Of course. So I I put all those names in the same breath. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, that's what that's what I wanted to do. And then all this comedy just kind of got in the way. Well, I think you got the better end of the deal because there's. I agree. uh, You know, uh, I know uh, comedy green rooms aren't much to speak of, but usually you get a free (laughs) meal, and in the press box, you still got to pay to get the good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the scary thing. And that little piece of advice brought to you by Scorn Flakes. Openly mock nutrition with triple fat Scorn Flakes. <laughs> now, hey, let me tell you yeah. something this. Okay. I love the cover photo on your, uh, whatever they call it, your uh, website. Okay. That's like F you, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> You got yourself a brim and a big ass watch. Yeah, I'm trying to do it. I'm, I'm trying to show that I'm 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 at least the number two dwarf in the country you right now. You got range. Yeah, I, I I think I finally passed up Wee Man, and now I'm the number two dwarf. Uh, uh yeah. So I I think I'm in that area, and we just lost the last Munchkin. So I think I'm number two now. <laughs> so at the dwarf meetings, yeah, you actually have a board, yes. a pegboard where you a range. Who's the? I'm on the podium, <laughs> Chet Waterhouse. I'm. I'm not. I used to be off the podium. Now you're I'm on, on it. it, and you're not giving it up. Yeah, from a family of nine, a world of courage. Brad Williams, <laughs> man, that is impressive. So now, what's the what's uh, like? Uh, uh, well, what's uh, what's the worst thing happened in an audition? Ooh, because you must have had some strange things. Jeez, at an audition. Well, the worst thing that happened is that uh, I was. I was doing the audition, and now you, you've heard my voice. Now this is how I talk. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm not putting on a thing, and uh, this is this is this is my voice. It's it's deep. So I was at I was at an audition, and one of the casting directors said, uh, "Can you sound? Can you sound a, a little more like elfish?" <laughs> He wanted me to, so basically he wanted me to read the part like, like I just sucked off a tank of helium. Uh, so yeah, that they, they, they once asked me to do that. 
So that that's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in an audition. So you could have just said to him, listen, achondroplasia doesn't involve shrinking of the balls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a large, regular voice. I got large testes. They drag. <laughs> they clap against my knee. That's not saying much. My leg's only about a you know a foot a foot long, but yeah, whatever. But still, it's all uh, at that point. It's just geometry because of the entire length of your body. So you don't Absolutely. even have an argument there. That's still a far way to go. Exactly. And uh, that mathematical equation brought to you by Pinocchio's <laughs> Nevada's only all puppet brothel. This popped off your resume at me. The Playboy Morning Show. What kind of special hell was that? Oh, uh, yeah. I would do that many times. Uh, The old Playboy Morning Show, they used to have me on and uh, dress up in funny outfits. And normally I don't really do the whole dressing up in funny outfits thing. But then when they throw tits in your face, you're like, "Eh, all right, I'll make an exception. So there's, a, there's a bit of a bargaining chip there. Yeah, I yeah. once I once dressed up as a frog and had naked women leapfrog over me. <laughs> Ain't I, nothing wrong with that. I tripped about three times oh, on sure. accident. <laughs> Air quotes. Yes, exactly. It, 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 it was a fun thing. That's the thing is when when you're a little person, Chet Waterhouse, you don't have the average show business career. You're going to do That's some true. things in your time. Uh, Everything on your resume yeah. is specialized. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I would say the weirdest thing I've ever done in my career, uh, there, there, there's an artist. His name is Michael Goddard. He does uh, vice paintings. He paints gambling, drinking, poker, all sorts of things. And when he does like uh, the paintings of drinks, he, he'll have like an olive or a, for a martini or a grape for wine. And the olives and grapes will have arms and legs. So at his live art shows, <laughs> I would dress up as an olive and I would go take pictures with people. That was probably the weirdest thing I've done in my career. Wow. So Man, They talk about paying dues. Oh, my God. But I will tell you this, Chet Waterhouse. The, yes, the, the, this, last, this past holiday season, one of the greatest moments of my life happened. I went to the mall, and I passed by the mall Santa, and I saw another dwarf, and he was dressed as an elf. And he saw me. And when he saw me, just the look of shame... <laughs> On his face, <laughs> he looked like he looked like one of those animals from the from, from the Sarah McLaughlin ASPCA right. commercials. <laughs> yes, like, yeah. In the hands of the angel, <laughs> it was the great. Candy canes are putting me down. <laughs> it was the greatest you moment. You know, I, I would I, I'm going to say this to all the other uh, dwarf. Uh, if you're doing an elf, sure, just hey, the hell with it. Have pride with it. You see Brad Williams in them all. Give him the up nod, eh, brother? <laughs> Just paying my olive dues. I like it. My Goddard olive dues. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. I'll be here eventually. I'm putting food on the table for my family. Yeah. Now, I have have another question for you, Jeff. Yes, sir. This question brought to you by ukuleles. Make any music sound unimportant with a ukulele. Go ahead. (laughs) Now, one of my favorite TV shows that's currently on the air is the TV show Brockmire. Yes, Brockmire. I love Brockmire. Jimmy Brockmire. I know him. Worked with him. Okay, so you you worked with the guy. Way back we worked together, but uh, Brock went on. He did did like the major leagues. Yeah. Brock had the deep voice, and he had the patience for baseball. I didn't have the patience for baseball. I would literally be in the booth like, there's the three two pitch fouled off again hit the ball i got a flight to catch and the networks kind of frowned on that that's why i do things like the interstate uh, barehanded highway culvert hunt that's my kind of event which now, incidentally last year was won by jimmy bunch 
They grabbed a live beaver and an old refrigerator. I don't know how you pull that out. It was I outside it. of Nebraska. It's crazy. Now I got now I got to know though because in the show Brockmire, they show a lot of behind the scenes stuff with all with, with all the announcers. Yeah. Does everyone really hate Joe Buck? Uh, you know, I never had that big a problem with Joe Buck, only because uh, I knew his dad, Jack Buck. And out of respect for Jack, I give uh, I give Joe a, a wide berth. Uh-huh. And I think Joe can be really funny. And yeah. I think sometimes he just gets a little self-conscious because, you know, that hairline, <laughs> you can watch it go backwards if the broadcast is long. You go in extra innings. Who Who has the more varying hairline, Joe Buck or the pre-mentioned LeBron James? Which one... Like it, it, All right, before I answer it's this. It's watching uh, the tide go in and out. Yeah, Gary, my producer, check both of these guys off, future guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Joe Buck. Yeah. Yeah, I think LeBron could literally will his hairline forward again. I don't think Joe can. He, 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 he willed wins for that pathetic Cavaliers team. Man, he so. really did. Now, your podcast yes. about last night with, about the, last with night. the incredible uh, Adam Ray is yeah. uh, not actually about – the actual previous night, because that would uh, be risky. That's, that's sure. skating on some thin ice. Absolutely. Your material might not be there. But we've had some amazing guests. Actually, uh, I, I don't know when this particular podcast comes out, but the but uh, our guest— uh, You got to shot uh, the, 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 the good-looking one from uh, the uh, Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is our guest this week on the About Last Night podcast, uh, our second Academy Award winner that we've had. Good night. We've all we, we've also had Susan Sarandon on the podcast. Wow, that's impressive. I had some kind of coupon winner <laughs> in a couple of weeks ago. That's about as high as I've coupon, gotten. Coupon. Yeah, that is impressive. Yeah, man. we've got we've got some fantastic guests. You talk about virtually anything you want. It. Anything. There's no. Uh, there's no form. We when we we have a long form conversation, and we usually get into some great uh, some great topics. So yeah, by all means, please uh, please subscribe to the About Last Night podcast wherever you wherever you can get podcasts. Absolutely. And uh, uh, listen, uh, you know, I know that uh, I've got some uh, some miles under the hood, but. Uh, mm. Did you have that Shinobi Ninja group on? Man, they're good. Shinobi Ninja? Yeah, they're fun. They're like a, they're like a group. You got to look them up. Look them up on YouTube. They they popped up on your website. Oh, I'm, on your about last night website. I'm I'm gonna have to look up Check Shinobi them out. Ninjas. You're dig their music. I think you're gonna like them. I like I listen it. to them a lot on the road. It makes the <laughs> silence in the van go quicker. I got the greatest short comic of all time with me. Time for the advice corner. What's the best retort to a stupid short comment? Ooh. Uh, wow. Now, here's the thing that always gets me is that sometimes I get heckled and someone will yell something out. And every time I, I, I want to just tell them, like, do you really think I've never heard that before? <laughs> right. Do you really right. think I've gone my entire life without someone making a leprechaun joke? <laughs> like, no, I've heard everything. So, I mean, so the best retort is is, is to just comment on the, the lack of originality in in uh, in that particular insult. Yeah, literally just take a wrench and disassemble their heckle. Yeah, and it, it, it's a damn good time. I I challenge people uh, to 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 come up with a good short heckle. What's I, the best one you ever heard? Oh man! Did you ever get a heckle from the crowd in a playful situation like that, and just going, "That's a damn good line." There has been times. There that has been best. times when someone said something. I go, "You know what? Respect." That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know what? One guy. Uh, one guy once 
heckled me, and his heckle became a joke in my act. Oh, that's gr- that's the highest compliment. Yeah, uh, because I was talking about uh, my the when I got into a fight with a uh, Dalmatian. I, I have a story where I <laughs> fought a Dalmatian. That, that's a real story, Chet Waterhouse. Hey, I believe it. They're pricks. Yeah. They, they got all that power from the whole firefighter. Yeah, thing. Uh, they're all uppity. Yeah, they so, don't do a lot. So, uh, and then when, when I was talking about it, some guy heckled and said, when he bit you, did you squeak? And I thought, you know what? Respect. That ain't bad. Respect. There's a guy who stayed sober deep into your show. <laughs> biggest advantage to being short. Uh, biggest advantage to being short, uh, I can still go into the McDonald's play place. No <laughs> no questions Nobody asked. Nobody stops. No one. If, if, if I'm 34, Chet, if another 34-year-old man tries to go into a McDonald's play place, you have a Dateline NBC yeah, situation. Absolutely, no. All the moms freak out. When I, when, when I go in there, it's playful. Absolutely. The security guard just stops anybody else and says, relax, it's Chinatown. It's fine. Let him go. All right, last advice corner question. Can you tell Mm -hmm. if people are looking at you because you're short or because you're famous? Ooh, uh, yes, because... uh, I would think so. Yeah, normally the famous thing, they they, they know where they've seen me from. They've seen a comedy special. They've they've watched a a film I was in on Netflix or or, or something of that. Yeah, yeah. And they usually come up and they'll say very nice things and if you ever recognize me out uh, out and about in the world i love talking to people i usually know pretty quickly when they're staring at me because <laughs> i'm short normally because if it's a kid they usually say something like mommy what's that and i go okay <laughs> what's that, that? that's he's probably not saying that because he watched me in little evil on netflix right. <laughs> oh man great advice all brought to you by porn on the cob iowa's number one adult store Time for the Fiery Four! The Fiery Four! These are sports headlines ripped from today's newspapers. If people still read newspapers, fire number one! The Cavs just got anally probed four games in a row. Can the NBA East figure out Golden State, or for that matter, even Houston? Are they ever going to compete? I mean, we got to get, you know what? Maybe have uh, LeVar Ball coach a team. Because he talks a big game. <laughs> he does. I think just put yeah. all the ball kids on one side. and I, I think there's only four of them. Doesn't matter. You won't need a fifth. According to LeVar Ball, they can take out the Golden State Warriors. Four <laughs> four against five. Yeah, he's the Don King uh, without <laughs> the contemplative ten years in prison. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just off at the mouth. Yeah, exactly. That's so, a good way to do it. I think that's the only way. Uh, either that or perhaps if LeBron joins the uh, 76ers, I'm hoping, he com- I'm hoping he comes to the Lakers, though. I want to see LeBron out here in Hollywood, yeah, for I sure. Think he's coming. He's got a production company. Yeah. There ain't nothing. Paul going on George, like that, LeBron James. Let's get Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, let that, that's the only way. It's a nuclear arms race in the NBA. Someone's got to compete with the Warriors. That's how you do it. Man, and, and, and they got the money out here to do it. Fire number two. Rafael Nadal, tennis player, considered some sort of miracle for winning uh, uh, the French Open at age 32. 
When should normal guys like you and me just lay down and die? When the, that, that, the age of old guys in sports yeah. keeps getting lowered. Yeah, and it's like it, 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 it's like when I say I hate when they say, "Oh, Steph Curry is brave at six foot three. Now the whole trend is like, "Oh, he's still in the game at thirty. <laughs> yeah, right. He hasn't even gotten a gray pube yet. No. All right. No. Stop saying these guys are old. AARP's not even sending them junk mail yet. No. It's like ridiculous. Most people at age thirty, they're just coming back from finding themselves in Europe. Yes. Okay. Exactly. They're not old yet. The Stop only, with this the only BS. real old guy left is Bartolo Colon. He's pitching at about well, he claims he's forty six, but he's just Who manic, knows? so he's probably fifty three. Exactly. Brought to you by Bartolo Colon Cologne. If you want what to does smell, that smell like? If you smell good enough to get two completely separate families, try Bartolo Cologne Cologne. Fire number three! That was a deep cut, Chet Waterhouse. The secret family, not a well-known fact about Bartolo. No, no. Golf! U.S. Open coming up this week. If Tiger Woods is not a major factor, does he just slide away into copper bracelet commercials? Is this sort of his make or break here? I'm pretty sure Brett Favre now is just made of copper. Yeah, 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 every time, yeah, every, right. every every commercial, the only the, the only thing he, he's left to do is to bring up his old dick pic and go. Now I use copper fit condoms. I yeah. can't wait for <laughs> right. that. I can't wait for his copper fit condoms. Uh, yeah, the uh, the 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 uh, copper sti- stimulates the package. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm waiting for. At no. least the Isley brothers had the guts to just say, "Look, it's jewelry." <laughs> <laughs> no, Tiger. I I, I I get tired of the sport community trying to bring Tiger back. He's not coming back. It's so never going to be what he was. Just stop it. The chances of Tiger winning is about the same as me reaching the pedals of a of a standard Ferrari. It's not going to happen. There's no shot. <laughs> no shot at no, it. No. So, you hear it here first. Tiger's done. Yeah. Fire number four. If the NFL falters, what takes its place? The NBA, soccer. For uh, UFC. That's cute that you said soccer. That's funny. Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> uh, I would say that the the NBA is a, is a, is a solid number two right now. But I, I I really want people to get into hockey. If 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 you if you've always dismissed it, watch a game. Go to yeah. a game. Go, go to a game. A, That's go to the a key game with live. Hockey. hockey is way better live. It's the greatest sport live because you can't take a break. You, there, there's there's no time when you feel safe that your team's no. like okay, I have a breather. It's excitement the whole the whole way through. So yeah, uh, and somebody you don't like might get nicked in the head by a puck. That'd be a plus. <laughs> that fiery four brought to you by Pornaments. Spice up your Christmas tree with tournaments. All right. Hey, if you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for. But what does it actually mean? Same goes for invoice or list price or dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers are going to show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want. And your certified dealers know this. So they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're out and ready to buy a new or a used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. All right, buddy. 
Uh, listen, I understand you might have uh, some questions for me. Is it yeah. time for pop quiz? I think it is. Does Ooh, that brother? All right, pop quiz. We might even put a. T- is this where we put the TikToks? No, we put the TikToks somewhere else. I don't even know. Gary uh, keeps me steady here. <laughs> Gary doesn't drink till after the show. Got it. I don't have that kind of courage. <laughs> All right. Well, pop-, pop quiz with Brad Williams. Here we go. Pop quiz. What is the name of the recently deceased actor who played Minnie Me in the Austin Powers movies? Vern Troyer. There you go, my Getting friend. That, oh, man, I'm, I'm one for zip. If I get one more, I'm, I'm, I can win this thing. All right. First time ever that would be, Brent. So that so that was a movie trivia. Let, let's go into your wheelhouse. That's sports. Who has the record for the most majors on the PGA Tour? Jack Nicklaus. That is also correct. Holy smokes. Two for two. Woo. All right. We'll so. cut out that 12-second silence. <laughs> no, I it was good. I clearly looked it up on Google. <laughs> it was good. So that, so that's movies. That's sports. Here's two, general trivia. This will trivia. be a bonus one. All right. What, is, what do you call a baby kangaroo? Um, uh, a baby kangaroo would be a prince-a-roo. Like kang, king, kangaroo, prince-a-roo? Yeah, brother, you got me. The answer is a Joey. A Joey? Yeah, they're called Joeys. <laughs> Thank you, Zoo Books, when I was a kid. That's the only reason why I know that. That plug for Zoo Books brought to you high fructose corn syrup. Don't worry, something worse will come along. All right, buddy. Plugs, follow Brad Williams on Twitter, at Brad Williams. He's going to be at the Bray Improv still. You coming up this week? Yeah, this Bray weekend, Improv, June Bray 15th Improv. through the 17th, the whole weekend. Whole weekend. Let me tell you something. You are in for a treat. This, uh, this guy knows how to command a stage. He is one of the, I'm, I'm not kidding, one of the best working comics out there today. For more dates, albums, uh, like Fun Size and Daddy Issues, merch, go to bradwilliamscomedy.com for details on all of that stuff. And really, catch his podcast with Adam Ray uh, about last night. You will not regret it. Speaking of podcasts, hang on, you got uh, what else you got cooking? Oh, geez. Uh, well, I just recorded my third special, and that's going to be coming out in the fall, so uh, get ready for that. I'll, I'll, I'll come back on the show, and I'll, and, oh, and, and I'll plug it. Come on in and plug that son of a gun. Yeah. We'll put it out there where you got a tentative <laughs> name for it. Uh, not, oh, uh, The Degenerates. <laughs> the Degenerate. I like it. Yeah. I, uh, I, that was a band. It Wasn't was? It out of England? Yeah, I think. A Son of a bitch. We may have to change it. Came on the heels of the Sex Pistols, right in between the Sex Pistols and the Ramones. I oh, think wow. The degenerates. Okay. Hey, listen, uh, speaking of podcasts, uh, for Podcast One, uh, we, uh, we want you to come on and, uh, and uh, take our little Podcast One survey. All you got to do is go to podcastone.com slash my survey or uh, just go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. Uh, you're going to have fun filling out the podcast. doesn't take a long time, and it helps us out a lot. You do all of us right here at Play With Pain and all the podcasts. want a huge favor uh, by filling that baby out, and thanks for, uh, thanks for supporting us. All right, uh, follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse, and follow my buddy, comedian Jeff Cesario, at Real Jeff Cesario. Thanks for listening. We're on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Spread the word. If you want more of me this week, guys, and Brad Williams, thank you so much for being here. I'll be in Las Vegas calling Cirque du Soleil's new show, Experience the Aromatic Magic of James Harden's Beard. (laughs) This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with P.